Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. Um, my name's Matt Ford. I'm one of the writers for United We Stand. Um, I'm currently on a flight from uh, Dusseldorf in Germany over to Kiev, you know, the capital of Ukraine. Um, I'm with a group of United fans on here. Where are you all from? You're from Burnage. 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 Yeah. Slash Altingham for the posher ones. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're on, the group, on the plane with a group of United fans. Um, and when we land in Kiev, we're going to be on, well, we're originally going to get a shuttle bus, but we seem to have a, a transfer sorted out. It's going to take us into the city centre, um, where we're going to board a train, an overnight train, which is going to take nine hours and take us through the night down to Odessa on the south coast. Um, whose idea was it to book this overnight train? Me. Uh, what's your name and where you from? Uh, Chris Burnage. And it's, uh, you're responsible for having books this yeah, trip for the lads here? Uh, you used to do all of them, yeah, it's, it's a good crack. How long have you been doing the Yorgo for? Do you go to all of them? Yeah, most of them, yeah, nearly all of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done all of them for years now, more years. So. When I looked at the flights for this, there's actually a flight from Kiev down to Odessa. It's too but, easy, aren't it? <laughs> I want to make it suffer. No, no, it was just cheaper, wasn't it? Just have a go for a crack, see yeah. what it's like. Did you go to the next the other year? That was the one that didn't go to. Didn't go to that one. We did have one apart from that. I think there were a few lads who got an overnight train from Kiev to, across to the no, next one. Yeah. Well. We did them all apart from that, but uh, say, just a good crack, didn't we? did it for years now, so. Oh, we win. Everyone got a rather threatening sounding letter from United regarding safety this time. What are your thoughts? So you've got it, yeah. It's fucking Rotterdam. Oh, I am Rotterdam. Yeah, it's bollocks. I'm not even asked about that. Been a few videos circulating of Fenerbahce fans and Feyenoord fans when they visited Odessa. It's not bad, does it? Just got to have your wits about you. At the end of the day, you know, you experience that, so do it. What do you think about the Europa League in general? Is it a competition that you'd like to see United stay love, in and progress in or take it or leave it? I'd love to see us win it. I would absolutely fucking love to see us win it. We've never seen it, we've never won it. So that's it and if, uh, I think we've got to do it and the story, haven't we? We've actually been playing relatively alright. Well, the, the last game in the Europa League against Feyenoord at home was a decent yeah. performance as well, wasn't it? I think we've been playing good football for the last couple of months now. To be fair, better than we've done for the last three, four years. So. Just need to turn them into results. So at the end of the day, I think we will do. I think uh, Mourinho's the right man for it, and uh, playing all right. We at Everton on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, to be honest, I don't think we turned up that good for that. Do you know what I mean? But apart from that, I think we'll be playing all right. Uh, but we still should have put Everton at the bed, but we didn't. I think it's uh, been the story of the season, though. We should be. If you put all our points together now, what we should have won, I think we should be easily be sitting in second place. But you know, if you don't put them in the net. There's been, a lot of talk, there's been a lot of talk in the press and among a lot of United fans that it's purely down to luck. Um, United have, had, have not really had the rub of the green in certain games. Uh, arguably we had that when Ibrahimovic's effort bounced off the bar, posed the line and went in. Yeah, but you've still got to score right, in the day. We've had enough chances and if it's just our fault. Uh, you know, I, I don't think we've had the rubber green, but even at the end of the day, though, we're still better than now. We should be, should be finishing these teams off and it's been quite poor, we haven't. What are your thoughts on the signings that we made this season? I think they're very good. I think they're very good. I think I think uh, things like that is, uh, not 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 never been a love of him to be honest with you, but I think he's done that. I bring a winning mentality. I think uh, Pogba would be a star to be honest with you. I think 
Eric Bailey would be absolutely brilliant. No, we've done alright, we've done alright. I, I don't think we're far off at all. I really actually don't. In, in the last Europa League game against Feyenoord at home, Mkhitaryan got his first start, I believe, since the City game, wasn't it? That wasn't yeah. his first start, when he, when he got dragged off. Um, he was impressive in that game, wasn't he? He's, he's been tough for him, hasn't he? I think uh, it's like a welcome to the Premier League, to be honest with you. But I think he, I think he, yeah, I think he has got it. He's, he's going to be good. He's going to be a good player. You can tell he's got the tricks and stuff in there. I think he'll settle in well. He, I think he's a great player. Him. From what I've seen of him, it's only early, but he'll be all right. I think United need a point to go through. Yeah, it's not an eye. Oh yeah, we'll do that. Don't we? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, 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 we'll do that. I, I think we'll win. The next round, have you, have you looked at any of the? Obviously, you're, you're the organisers of this, no. these chips. You looked at any potential destinations no, no, for the next round. No, I'll, I'll see what happens uh, when we. See what happens when we go through Touchwood and uh, see what we get there and then we'll have a look at that weekend. Sort of chip out with George Monday, innit? Okay, so we've just reached our first stop on the nine hour train. Um, how long have we been going for now? About half an hour, 45 yeah, minutes. Like um, I've just moved one carriage down and um, basically bumped into a couple of reds here speaking fluent Russian to the, uh, to the ticket inspector there. Um, so yeah, uh, what's your name and where are you from? Oh, Sue. My name is Svadoslav, but usually foreigners call me Steve because it's impossible to remember my name. Okay. I'm from Ukraine, <laughs> but basically for this match I came from Prague because I'm studying there. Okay. And today morning I took the plane from Prague, Czech Republic to Kiev, took my brother from Kiev, and now we're moving to Odessa. And your little brother, what's your name? Uh, Roma. And how old are you? Uh, 11 years. And where are you from? Uh, from Ukraine. From Ukraine. Are you from Kiev? Uh, yes, yes. From Kiev. And you're sat here wearing a blue Manchester United tracksuit top. Um, <laughs> who's your favourite player? Uh, my favourite player is uh, uh, Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford, why? Uh, mm, because he's younger and uh, he's uh, very good player. Okay. Do you remember a favourite goal of Marcus Rashford? Uh, Ruben Hall. Um, Manchester City Derby. Uh, Manchester City Derby. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Against who? Uh, Manchester City. Yes. There we go. That's a, good, that's a good answer. Do you go to a lot of games or is this, is this your first game or have you been to games uh, before? It's first game. This is your first ever Manchester United game? Yes. Okay, well, congratulations. <laughs> well done. Um, so you're... You, you live in Kiev as well? Right now, no. I'm studying in Prague in Czech Republic okay. and I'm living there. So, But my family and my brother, they, they all live here, so I just moved here. And basically, it's also my first game of Manchester United. Okay. I'm a fan since 2008. Okay. I bought this car actually on Old Trafford. It was my first time in England. Okay. And our first time when I was there, it was summer. It was summer school of English. Uh, I was there two weeks and the first trip, like the third day was to Manchester, to the Old Trafford and I was 11 and I was like, yeah, I heard something about that team but when I came there, like you can imagine that time in Ukraine we had no such stadiums like all the stadiums were something like, you can imagine the East yeah, European yeah. stadium open like right now we have It was obviously before the European yeah, Champions Yeah, 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 everything must be like open and old so when I was there first time, like for me, I thought firstly that it's kind of factory because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. huge Roma, you're 11 years old, how can you speak so good English? Where have you learned to speak English? Uh, I speak uh, English at school, uh, we studied English at school and I studied English at home. 
uh, I have uh, re- uh, a tutor. A teacher. Yeah, a teacher. Um, uh, they go to my home and uh, study me. Uh, and I uh, study uh, French and uh, Polish. And Polish. Um, so you speak Ukrainian, uh, Polish, uh, Polish, French, and uh, English. Fantastic. That's very, that's very impressive. <laughs> um, do you watch the Manchester United matches on television? Yes, yes. Is it in English or in Ukrainian? Uh, only Ukrainian. Um, and uh, when I was playing a match Manchester United and Arsenal, my friends go to my home and we watch uh, Manchester United Arsenal. Are your friends Manchester United fans as well? Um, uh, I have one friends who uh, uh, who supporting who supporting uh, for Manchester United and two friends uh, was uh, supporting uh, for Arsenal. You have two friends who support Arsenal. Yes. Oh no. It was two two. <laughs> why? What? Why, why do they like Arsenal? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Small. <laughs> you have to tell. You have to tell them. Uh, Arsenal haven't won anything in years. Uh, Maybe like they like number four. <laughs> yes. Their favorite number is four. They, they, they like being fourth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and have you ever been to Manchester? Uh, uh, yes. No, you've never been to Manchester. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I have been in at Manchester, and. I uh, will be go to the Manchester and uh, London and uh, Old Trafford Stadium. You're going to go to Old Trafford and you're going to see a game. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you know any Man United songs? Uh, yes. Uh, Can I, you sing a song? And I know Glory Glory Man United. <laughs> Love United we do. Can you sing it? Uh, Come on. One, two, three. Uh, we love United, we do. We love United, we do. Love United, we do. Oh, United, we love you. So, it's it's twelve thirty uh, in the morning now. So we've been travelling for about three and a half hours. Um, so we've got six hours to go. Until uh, we reach Odessa, and we've bumped into two Zoya Luhansk fans on the train, uh, Vladimir and Sergey, and you're both from Luhansk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 What What's the situation with your football club at the moment? Obviously, you're you're not playing at home at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy actually. And uh, yeah, it's, the guys, the guys have a really like a huge willpower. Because they don't have any stadium, they have the wars support by fans in Ukraine for now. Yeah, but they are like fighting for second place at our Premier League. You're third in the league at the moment, right? Yeah, for now it's third, yeah. But we can do the second and get to Champions League. Yeah, and they're just <laughs> fighting with Fenerbahce and Fenerbahce and Manchester United. I no, guess it's so like a best, best group. Wait, it's still They're extremely good. Where, where, like, where do you live at the you moment? Know, like, do you, do you for, still live in Luhansk no, or not? No, no, no. no. <laughs> just 
Iniesta for the moment. Yeah, Ibrahimovic. His contract cost the same as the whole Lugansk Zoria club. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it's only like one one zero. We are coming to this. On, 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 a, on a podcast, you can't really convey the fact that Sergey has pretty much collapsed to the floor. Double win. Right, yes, Sergei, Sergei and Vladimir's mates who support Man United, one of them's wearing a United shirt, have managed to find beer, so they're happy about that. Um, Vladimir, you were unhappy the fact that I'm drinking Bex. What's wrong with Bex? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just a, like a franchising of German beer and it's kind of like sucks, uh, like Britney Spears. It's like, like Brit- versus, it's like, it's like versus Britney Spears. Pink Floyd, you know? Okay. So, yeah, we have a Pink Floyd beer okay. in Ukraine. So, ger- ger- German beer is Britney Spears? Yeah, and yeah. And U- Ukrainian yeah, beer is like Pink Floyd? Pop, yeah. Okay. And we kind of, uh, I don't know, we just local and... Yeah, that's right. It's like a stout plus a lager plus ale. Do you live in Kiev? Yeah. What do you do in Kiev? Are you, are you a student? Oh, do you work? No, no, no. I work. I'm running in. It's the same we're running like our businesses. Is kind of renting all the music and light stuff for concerts and, and events. And I'm selling people to the UK, to Germany, like software developers. All right, okay. And um, how, how long have you lived in Kiev for? I'm from for 10 years and he's five, oh, okay. six years. Yeah, yeah six, six, seven years. It, it, is, it, is it possible for you to go back to Luhansk? Do you have any friends and family in Luhansk? No, no, no it's, it's kind of dead zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have two apartments in one house in Lugansk area, but we just lost it and, and forget it. Is that is that because of the because of the, the conflict at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Um, apart from the fact in, of Englishman in New York. Yeah, that that's that's Fred. Of yours. Yeah, he's one of our mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks like. Englishman, but it looks like he got some good stuff here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's obviously been drinking some of what Sergei's drinking here. Okay. No, no, it's a light beer. Dave, choose a beer to drink. Apart from the fact that Zoya apart from the fact that Luhans play a different stadium at the moment yeah. because of the conflict. What, what's happened to the, the whole identity around Zoya Luhansk? Do, do you feel like you're missing your, your home city? Is the club, yeah, is, yeah, is the we've club lost missing it. its city? Yeah, we've lost it. But, you know, like at the moment we, we lost our city, we found... <laughs> at, the moment we, at the moment we lost our city, we found our team. You know, because it's just like really um, a team of street men, and they just fucking get like zero one versus Manchester United on Old Trafford. What what did that mean for Zoya Luhans fans? Oh, they fucked Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the the point is, 
zero nine one, right? Zero one. And the whole team cost the with with the coach even they cost the same as Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So the fact that just like different levels yeah. in the same level of game. Yeah. Playing. So it's a huge achievement. Yeah, we are going to Odessa to to say thank you to our team. Yeah. To just to I don't know present some warm stuff. Well, uh, if I ask Ukrainian football fans what they think of Zoya Luhansk, what will they say to me? Do, they do, will do, say are, that... Are, are they, Zoya a popular team? No, no, they are kind of real men. Who just believe in all the bad stuff they meet in their life, like losing, <laughs> losing <laughs> the family, losing the houses, losing the, <laughs> the homeland. They just don't give a fuck. It's just like uh, one more motivation to them to get to the top. So despite all the problems which are happening in your in your home city, in the east, in the east of Ukraine, it's actually brought the club together, it's brought yeah, the fans together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's the reaction from other Ukrainian football fans to Zoya Luhansk? Obviously, you, you play your champion, your Europa League games in Odessa. You play your Premier League games in a different city. Just being moved on by the ticket inspector. Um, they're quite on top. She doesn't seem too happy that we're basically stood in the corridor. It's half past six in the morning and we've um, arrived in Odessa. Um, it's about minus six, minus seven degrees. I think each of us has managed about an hour, an hour and a half sleep. Um, but for an all night sleeper trade, wasn't too bad really. Um, we've been greeted on the platform by this Ukrainian music which you can hear in the background. And it's the case now of just heading through this rather grand looking uh, station terminal in Odessa and uh, finding a taxi to the hotel. Might get a few more hours sleep. It's Thursday morning in um, in Odessa and we're inside the Chernomyets Stadium where United will be playing later this evening and I'm with the press officer uh, Pasha who's been who's been kind enough to help us out with an interview uh, this morning. Um, Pasha, what are your thoughts about the game this evening? Uh, they met. Uh, I think uh, the, this game uh, will be very important for both teams and it will be a very tough game with big opponent, of course. We know Manchester United is a well-known team with famous players of uh, top Top level, of course, we expect um, very tough game, but I promise we will fight. Of course, uh, the draw will be a um, good result for us, but we will try to win, and maybe it's possible. When, when uh, a, lot, a lot of supporters asked us, 
Could you beat Manchester United? Of course, why not? Every team, every team can win. Every team, every uh, opponent can be beaten. That's why we will fight. When I spoke to some Zoya Luhansk fans on the train last night, they said that the one-nil defeat in Manchester was almost like a victory. They were very proud. Uh, proud of, uh, of the performance. Um, you know, um, a lot of journalists uh, ask us uh, about our supporters. Of course, we are thankful to them for their for their supports. And, and you know, as you know, there are a lot of fans who live in Lugansk and will watch this game on TV. And uh, there are a lot of uh, our fans who live in different parts of our country. That's why uh, they bought tickets and want to support us. And as you know, the stadium is uh, uh, the stadium has been sold out three weeks ago. We expect about 20,000 uh, supporters on the stadium and of course uh, we're proud of our supporters and we thank them for... Will, will, they be, will they be supporting Zoya Luhansk or, or Manchester United? Mm, um, it, it's a very interesting question. <laughs> uh, I, um, I hope um, all of fans will support us, yeah. except of uh, fan club of Manchester United, <laughs> of course. But uh, to be honest, um, of course, there are some fans who will support Manchester United, and uh, it's predictable because Manchester United is a very famous football team, and of course, somebody wants to support them. And it's normal, it's normal, absolutely. You can go to another country and see such situation when some supporters support one team and the second part of supporters support another team. That's, that's why I, I think, I think, to be honest, 80% of supporters. Uh, of Ukrainian supporters will support Zoria because it's Ukrainian team. Like you said, that is normal that Manchester United have support here as well. What's not normal is that Zoya Luhansk is playing away from home. Uh, do, do you get a lot of support from other football clubs, from the Ukrainian Football League? Do, do you feel supported? Uh, I think uh, all football clubs around Ukraine will support us today because we are a Ukrainian club. Uh, and there is a situation, for example, when Shakhtar Donetsk plays in Euro Cups, all clubs and all divisions of Ukraine supports, support them. Of course, because we, um, we are opponents in the national championship, but we are friends in Euro Cups. Of course. To represent Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, of course it's very difficult to, uh, you asked me about how difficult to play um, all the games away from home. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very difficult because uh, it, it's difficult to play without fans. Yeah. Uh, average attendance on avant-garde in Lugansk was about... Was about... Average attendance of um, our football club in Lugansk was about eight, in, nine. In the Avon Hard State. Yes, yes, yes. It was eight about um, was about eight, nine thousand per one game. Yeah. When we played against Shakhtar Donetsk or Dynamo Kyiv, the stadium was completely full. But now average attendance, as you know, is about one hundred to yeah. two hundred. Uh, people per one game and of course it's a it's a pity and I hope the situation will be better in future. Who is uh, Zoya, Zoya Luhansk's biggest rival? Mm, Shakhtar Donetsk? Mm, <laughs> I think Shakhtar Donetsk and Dynamo Kiev. Okay. Of course. We, uh, there are three leaders in our championship. Mm -hmm. Shakhtar Donetsk, Dynamo Kiev and Real Luhansk of course. And uh, all games against such opponents 
our difficult but we can win uh, uh, we we played against Shakhtar uh, before the final of the cup uh, of Ukraine uh, last season and won and uh, won in the game of uh, against Dynamo Kyiv 1-0 in Kyiv that's why everything is possible it's Thursday evening in Odessa and we're in uh, Mick O'Neill's Irish pub uh, in the centre of Odessa um, and it's obviously full of United, flags are all up. I'm sat here with uh, Ryan Morgan and Chris Phillips, who've both been to ship out here, both sat here nursing a beer, not nursing hangovers I hope. Um, how's the ship been so far lads? Yeah, really good. Oh, yeah. so far. You've flown out or where have you flown from? Flown from Gatwick, stopped over in Kiev for two hours and then flew out yesterday. Got here about midday, got home last night about 7am, a couple of 24 hour bars. Lovely. You're on the same flight? A bit later. Yeah. We fly out later, so we didn't get until about 10 o'clock last night. Yeah. yeah it's alright. Um, a few reports in the week leading up to the game about violence, disorder, threats, issues with Fenerbahce and Feyenoord. Have you seen any of that? Any, any issues? No. No, not come across any issues. Quite well, friendly, the Ukrainians. Yeah. We've got welcome into yeah. the More than happy to take your money, so. Can't give it away, can no, exactly. you? No, no, no trouble. I've seen a couple of bits on Twitter where apparently there was a bit of trouble. I've not seen anything myself. Europa League, United need a point. Um, first question, are they going to get it? Second question, is the Europa League important anyway? I think we'll get a point. I, I hope that we get a win tonight. And I think the Europa League is because it's getting closer and closer to the fact this is probably going to be our best bet at getting into Champions League next year. And what better can you get than travelling around Europe and watching some cup Great, I mean the gap, the gap between the uh, top four is getting bigger and bigger every week. I think it's we've not to win it really. I think we're in a desperate situation that we go. We've got to take a step. Big after yet another, yet another draw, yet another late draw at Everton. Um, top four's gone. Would you, would you rule it out now? It's all looking good, but I mean the thing is, the Premier League, anyone can beat anyone. So beat top, beat Tottenham Sunday. You don't know, do you? But it's all left up to maybe it's got a situation. What about you, Ryan? Do you think are you ruling out top four already? Um, as it stands, I think it's becoming more and more difficult. I'm not necessarily ruling that. I do think that we've got it in us. It's just about getting the first win and hoping to build a bit of momentum. But at the moment, it's not looking very good. So I do think this is probably our best bet of getting top for Champions League if we go on and win the cup. Are United in with a genuine shout of winning the Europa League? Obviously, Sevilla are out. Yeah. 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 Well, they've qualified for this round of the Champions League, so they're out of the Europa League. They've got to be, they've got to be. I think so, you know what I mean? They've got to be. The team we've got is more than good enough to win the Europa League. Yeah, I mean, I think it all comes down to the chores, really, didn't it? Obviously, last year we had, we had a little bit of a stumble at Mitchell and first leg, but we saw them off second leg. But it's just whether or not you pick up um, a difficult draw in the last 16. As well, because you've got the extra round in this knockout, you've got the last 32 before the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think we're up there, but we just have to wait and see where we qualify. It's half time in Odessa, it's 0-0. Um, we've already heard that Fenerbahce won up um, away, away at Feyenoord, um, which technically makes this game absolutely irrelevant, if my mathematics are right. But with Woody, um, thoughts on the first half? I'm more interested in watching the fighting down here in the first half. <laughs> Just like, for people in the picture, there's, there's a little mob of what appears to be local Odessa 
supporters. At least that's what they're chanting. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're locals. To be honest, they were warned about it previous to the game, and there'd be a group, there'd be locals looking for a scrap, and they're all down here, aren't they? Yeah, well, they're all chanting. Odessa, Odessa seems to be the actual hardcore of Zoya uh, Luans fans. Well, they're about the same age as Minis. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Does that mean the second half could see uh, could see you getting involved, would it? Um, I'm gonna stay out of it. Thanks, I'm too cold. <laughs> <laughs> On the pitch, any thoughts? Um, it's, it's a bit of a. It seems like a dead rubber to be honest. It's got a got a. Seems like a friendly to me. Got a year of some two teams who just want to see out the 90 minutes and get the job done, get on with a point, and we're through, aren't we? Do you think he's taking the Europa League seriously enough? I do, yeah. Looking at looking at the teams he started in every game, I'll say. He's taking it pretty serious. I mean, Pogba, Rooney, Zlatan. He obviously wants to get by it. And to be honest, the way we're playing in the league at the minute, winning Europa League is probably a good chance of getting in the Champions League, isn't it? There's one thing doing just enough to get through a group stage, but should we, should we really just be doing enough we should have to get a result against all your new We should have, we should have blitzed this group. To be honest, we're, there's no one in this group for fear to United. The only trouble, the only sticky point is the away games where we've struggled at home. We've beat them all, haven't we? So not sure of the exact statistic but you must be going back to beyond Shakhtar Donetsk in 2013 beyond that um, last away win was uh, Leverkusen, Leverkusen wasn't it well you beat Bruges but we're not counting that are we I wouldn't count that either no. uh, it is disappointing because all three of these things are beatable we've just like Pogba tonight again he's giving it away every time he gets it it's not not good enough. So, so, some of his passing has been woefully astray, hasn't it? Yeah, that's a pathetic first half performance against a team of fucking sh- chicken farmers, whatever. They're, they're no good, these. They should be creating more cut, guilt-edged chances and putting them away. We're not, we're not performing well enough, especially away in Europe. As it stands, with uh, Fenerbahce winning, us drawing here, um, we're through. Yeah. Any preferences for knockout rounds? Touch wood. Somewhere a little bit warmer than this. Somewhere a bit warmer. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Ideally. <laughs> Time here in Odessa, United have won 2 0, and with that, have qualified for the next stage of the Europa League. Um, the game in the end was actually irrelevant because Fenerbahce also won away at Feyenoord. Um, I'm here with Paddy Cremont, um, long time legend and friend of, <laughs> and friend of the podcast. Um, first of all, how's your chip been, and how did you enjoy the game? Very cold, very, very cold. It's a lovely place, actually. I enjoyed the game because United played really well. And there, was, there were stages in the game you thought, are they ever going to score? There was so much in top and so much possession. But 
once they scored the goal, that was it. There was no way back for the other team. With any particular players or particular aspects of United's play? That I, really I, thought, I thought Herrera played really well in actual fact. He's having a good spell at the present moment. He's playing very well for United. But overall, it was a good team performance. I mean, I think United over the last four or five games have been a bit unfortunate, playing some great football, but not putting the ball in the back of the net. You were there when Stuart was asking Ibrahimovic about, about the lack of goal scoring and how well they've played. He agreed with all that. Just the lack of goal scoring. Mkhitaryan seems to be putting that Played right. very well today. What a goal he scored. Are you, are, are you a fan of his? Yes. I think that could be the goal of the season in actual fact. He's a very intelligent player, we all know that. What, what impresses you most about his play? About his intelligence, the ability to pass the ball at the right time, all that sort of thing. I think he's a good, old, terrific all-round player. How important is the Europa League for Manchester United? It's a competition I, that United never won. Well, our, our manager wants to win the competition. It's a step into the Champions League if you're not going to get in the top four. So it's important to try and win that competition. I don't want to pressure you for an awkward yeah, answer, yeah. but is, is the Europa League United's best chance of the Champions League next year? Or They've still got a chance it? in the top four. But I'm not so sure about the league. Maybe they can be a little bit too far behind. This, this would be a good way to get to the Champions League. Have you got any preferences for uh, opponents in the knockout stage? Somewhere it's bloody warm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first person that said that, have you? not the first person to say that. Um, no, any, any particular clubs? No, not really. Not really. I'd, I'd love to have joined the Irish team. But Dundalk. Dun Dun yeah. But they might, I'd love them to get through and go to Dublin. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're amateurs, aren't they? Uh, no, no, no. That'd be lovely. It'd be great because... Such a support for United and Ireland as well. Yeah. Yeah. But fingers crossed, somewhere warm. God bless us. <laughs> Cheers, Paddy. Cheers. Um, we're in the mix zone with uh, Mark Ogden. We just, we just listened to uh, Jose Mourinho talking to the press. Yeah. Um, he gave his thoughts. What were your thoughts on United's performance? I thought, considering how bad the pitch was last night it was it was white it sounded like studs on concrete at one point so I thought the game was going to be in doubt if it was on it was going to be tricky so the pitch was difficult you could see that in the first half and they just, they just looked like an experienced team just playing a tough game in a tough environment and they just showed a bit of maturity tonight I think that was you got the result as well obviously but I think that, that was positive that the fact that a year ago they'd have lost they'd have crumbled and they'd have, they'd have been beaten I think there's a bit of a determination and Resilience now that it's shown through tonight. Paddy Crevin has just singled out Ander Herrera and Henrik Mkhitaryan for yeah. particular praise. Do you, do you see it that way as well? Well, Herrera's beginning to become a, uh, one of the first names on the team sheet in, in, in the sense that he's, you don't know it's his first sometimes and all of a sudden he put a tackle in. And he, he's not a player that I thought he'd be when he came. He's certainly he's added something to his game and uh, he's becoming a key player. I mean, I think when Michael Carrick's fit, like I think on Sunday I played against Spurs and Magic. I think Carrick and Pogba are the key midfield with Herrera, you know, given the legs that Carrick hasn't got. So he's, he's a key figure, as we said, Carrick was 10 years younger, but Carrick and, the 25 year old Carrick and Herrera would be a good midfield. But yeah, Herrera, say when Carrick plays well, United play absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Ricky Tyron, yeah, he's just looking a silky player, isn't he? He's looking like that player in between the lines that they didn't quite have. You know, Matthews doesn't play that way. He's just quite a silky player, he's got a bit of tenacity about him as well. So I'm glad he's coming good because I thought. It seemed he's been cast aside too quickly by Mourinho. Obviously, there's a method to his madness, I guess, because he said in there that he wanted to develop his tactical side and his physical side. So, uh, but whether that's true or not, I don't know. But Mkhitaryan's best performances have come in the Europa League. I think tonight and against Feyenoord, the last home game, 
um, and also against Hull for the away game where he was quite instrumental in pushing United forward yeah. towards that win is there an, an aspect of him being at that level of, of the Premier League has he reached it weak opposition in Europe I think there's a bit of that I think, I think maybe it's, it's a much more physically demanding league in the Premier League the players are better so uh, I just think it's confidence so I think he's getting his confidence now if you get confidence in the Europa League then he'll only get better in the Premier League he's definitely a Premier League player yeah. I saw him, you know, he did one against Liverpool in the Europa League last season, so I think he's, he's, you know, he's, a, he's a Premier League player. I just think it's a confidence thing with him. I think he's just one of these players that needs to be loved a little bit, and he didn't get much of that at the start of the season, did he? Yeah. It's a question I've asked Paddy as well, just there. Um, is the Europa League United's best chance of Champions League qualification for next season? I think it probably is, because I think you've basically got nine games with it. If you win, well, nine games to win it, and you get the Champions League. It's and four knockout rounds, isn't it? Yeah, but it's nine games against teams that. I'd look at it today, I did a piece of it on the basis that the teams that have come out of the Champions League, there's no real super clubs in there. I think the, you know, the, best, the best one's Tottenham, but they're a lot closer to the top four. Schalke coming into form. Sch- yeah, you know, Munchie Gladbach. Go, going out of form. Yeah, yeah. Fenerbahce, Schalke, Roma. They're not, they're not teams that would strike fear. I mean, obviously not. The United of Old would care less about those, but I mean, even now, there's no team in there that you think going up and play them. You know, Zenit. I think United, if they focus on it, they've got a great chance. And I think that by the, get, by the time they get to February, they'll know, well, they'll know if, if the Europa League is what, the, what matters most or the Premier League, they might get, have a great run in the next two months. But I just can't see two teams falling out of the top four. So I think, yeah, it is. You know, and it's not a bad trophy to win, is it? I think a lot of the fans like to see us do it. Obviously, one, it's the one Cup United have never, ever won. Never won the UEFA Cup. Um, there's also a lot of good trips in there for the travelling fans and the finals in Stockholm as well and the way that Zlatan works it's kind of got Zlatan Zayn all over it that's a little bit hasn't it yeah. a bit of destiny <laughs> he's never won a European trophy so if he's going to win one he might as well win it in Sweden so there you go we'll see you won't we a bit of destiny thanks for your time Matt. Yeah, of course, Matt. see you later cheers mate